0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Today, I'm going to give you the number one best tip for intermittent fasting weight loss results. Now, I am gonna give you more tips than just one, but I wanna give you the most important tip, but starting with some other tips that might not be as important. Now, a lot of people are doing intermittent fasting with either minimum or moderate results. They're not achieving what they could achieve if they knew what I'm about to tell you. So if you're gonna do fasting, might as well do it correctly and get as much results as you can. And of course, in this video, We're focused on weight loss, but there's so many other benefits, Uh, building a new immune system, uh, growing new brain tissue, um, improving your mood, improving your cognitive function, focus, memory, concentration, and dropping your inflammation, whether you have an autoimmune problem or you have allergies or you have irritable bowel syndrome or arthritis intermittent fasting is so beneficial for those things, but most people do it for weight loss. All right, let's start with number six first. And number six is really understanding what's happening in your body when you're doing fasting. Um, You're not starving your body, you're actually mimicking something that our bodies were designed to operate with, which is not eating so frequently. So what's happening is you're activating certain genes that increase survival. And I'm not talking about just barely surviving. I'm talking about thriving. I'm also talking about turning off genes that are disease genes, turning off cancer genes. Basically, you just turn off the bad stuff and you turn on the good stuff. You're actually targeting, improving insulin sensitivity. You're making insulin way more sensitive so it can work again, because insulin resistance is at the heart of the very reason why you are overweight in the first place and have a difficult time losing weight and have a certain set point that you can't seem to get below. It's the insulin. If you have too much insulin because you have insulin resistance, it's gonna be very difficult to lose weight. So fasting is the most important thing to fix that problem. In fact, fasting is the most important health-creating thing you can do in your life. So many diseases, and chronic health problems are connected to high insulin. And so you're fixing years of bad eating and eating way too many carbs when you do fasting. All right. So that understanding is very, very important going into this because um, it's not just a little thing. You're doing something very, very important. All right. Number five, adding HIT or high intensity interval training. Now, what is high intensity interval training. Well, that is short periods of high intense exercise with a good amount of rest. So you're doing this full body exercise, um, but not very long, just short intervals. That way you can spike growth hormone by 700%. You can produce way better results in um, doing the treadmill thing for 45 minutes at a moderate pace. So high intensity interval training will greatly help you. If you don't do it too frequently, you want to do it once or twice a week with a lot of rest in between. Because if you do it, like some people I know every day, the results just go way down. Why? Because you don't have a chance to recover and all of your results occur in the recovery. So we want to create this stimulus and then let the body recover and do its magic. And so if we combine this type of exercise with fasting, we're going to see better results. All right, number four, there are certain herbal teas that specifically target those insulin receptors and make insulin more sensitive remember i mentioned this weight loss is all about correcting this insulin problem so anything you can do to fix insulin sensitivity is going to help you lose weight so it's not about taking supplements or teas that stimulate your metabolism it's about Drinking teas or even supplements that help this insulin sensitivity. And there's two teas that I'm going to recommend. One is berberine, which is probably just as effective as a medication called metformin, which they use for diabetes. Metformin helps you improve insulin sensitivity. And so does berberine. So, berberine would be a great tea to start drinking through the day. The other tea, That's really good is green tea. So, both of those teas are what I'm going to recommend. And there's something else that's not a tea, but it can help you apple cider vinegar. So, you can do a teaspoon or a tablespoon in a glass of water. Okay. Because you're diluting it, you're not taking it directly. Uh, It's not going to bother your teeth too much, but you could drink it through a straw if you're concerned. I like to add a little lemon with that, or even blend an entire lemon with the apple cider vinegar and then drink it down. With a straw, because now we have the lemon, which is an acid, but those things can actually help you as well. All right. Number three, being consistent. Now, if you weigh yourself um, every single day, uh, you're not going to see much and it's going to be discouraging. If you look at yourself in the mirror from one day to the next, you're not going to see any difference because it's going to be so gradual. And the chances of you dropping off go up if you're discouraged and you don't see results. So the best thing to do is take a picture of yourself, don't show anyone, and do another picture of yourself maybe in two weeks or even, this is better, yeah, a month. So you can really see some changes that are occurring. You have to really acknowledge that this problem has been going on for a very, very long time, and it's going to take some time to undo. And in the process of Doing this, it can be discouraging if you're not seeing results, but just realize it is working, and one of the best indicators to know it's working is that your appetite and cravings will go away. That's what I want you to focus on, as well as maybe your clothes fitting looser, maybe your energy improving, your mood improving, but not the weight loss. It's get healthy first, then lose weight, not the other way around. Your body considers this extra fat as a survival mechanism, and it doesn't like to get rid of survival. So what you have to do is focus on really getting your body healthy. And a big part of that is fixing insulin. And um, it takes some consistency. If you're doing it sort of, or let's say you're doing the ketogenic diet, like not quite consistent, um, your results are not going to be there. And so you're going to have to really bite the bullet and do it for real. Just a tiny bit of carbs, whether that's a half a glass of wine uh, every other day, or maybe a little snack of some carbohydrate, like a piece of bread, can severely block your progress for up to 48 hours. So if you're doing something that's not on the program every other day, and you're not seeing results, realize that Um, You just knocked yourself out of ketosis and you never give your body a chance to be in ketosis long enough to really see the results. It's the little things that you need to avoid that will make a huge difference. Number two, doing the healthy version of the ketogenic diet with intermittent fasting. They both complement each other. What are we trying to do? We're trying to fix insulin resistance. How do you do that? Well, you lower your carbs and you don't eat so frequently. and This is why intermittent fasting with lowering your carbs is going to be essential. If you're doing intermittent fasting and you're eating a lot of carbs, um, don't expect a lot of great results unless your metabolism is already really good and you haven't created insulin resistance, which is rare. Most people have insulin resistance. They just never were tested by it because their doctor never did a test called HOMA-IR and never evaluated the. Fasting insulin levels. Okay. They looked at the blood sugar levels, but not the fasting insulin levels. If you want more information about that, I put a link down below. Now, with number two recommendation, healthy ketogenic diet, I want to emphasize nutrient dense foods on this program. So I highly recommend you don't make a habit of eating out much. Why? Because the food at restaurants um, unfortunately has too many bad things and they don't focus on nutrient dense foods. And there's a lot of uh, like omega-6 corn oils and soy oils in the food and you really don't know what you're getting. So it's better if you control your own food and focus on things like eggs, salmon, grass-fed hamburger, big salads. The more nutrient empty your foods are, the more of that food you have to eat to get healthy. So why not focus on nutrient-dense foods? Unfortunately, farmers are paid on weight and yields, not the nutrition in those yields. So uh, I've done a lot of videos on this and I will put some links down below. But doing the healthy version of keto within a minute of fasting is number two in importance. All right, let's do number one. Are you sitting down for this? Okay. Transition from your two meals a day to one meal a day. That's called OMAD. Now, why is this so important? Well, you get 23 hours of fasting and that's when the magic happens. When you transition from this 18 hours of fasting or 16 hours of fasting or 20 hours of fasting to 23 hours of fasting, it's huge. Your liver has a chance to really regenerate. Your entire digestive system has a chance to reset the insulin receptors that have been so downgraded start becoming extremely sensitive. Your ketones start increasing by three times and your body is finally becoming fat adapted to the point where if you did go off the program, your body can bounce back fairly easily. In other words, if you do OMAD, your body becomes a fat burning machine. So my most important tip for intermittent fasting is to do a lot of it, okay? Especially if you have a slow metabolism, especially if you're not seeing results with weight loss.